0: Yo, 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 yo. We are the experts. This is a solid podcast. We back another week. Oh, boy. Y'all know the thing, go. Back again for another round. Uh, this is your boy, Sanzo, a.k.a. Dr. Sanz. and Matter, you know.
1: Yeah, one of them.
0: Alongside my
1: co-host. Yo, this is your boy, CJ, the X-Factor. Coming to you again, bringing you another week of sports. We got the best and the latest in the NFL MLB, and the NBA. Um, but before we get into it, we would like to shout out our sponsors for providing us with this good atmosphere that we're in down here in uh, Studio Underground. Um, we like to shout out uh, Bazard and Co. Attorneys at Law, located Harley Street off of Mount Royal Avenue, specializing in civil law, personal injury, property, wrongful dismissal, probate, etc., you can get your family law, your divorce, adoptions, etc. Any money laundering and compliance. The number is 326-0126 or 326-0127.
0: I also want to give a big, big, big shout out to Epic Styles. Um, for all you ladies out there, natural hair ladies, natural empresses, Epic Styles is the place to be. It caters to men and kids, not just ladies. And the styles, like they say, are endless. So comfortable, affordable pricing. So if if you need a reminder, Epic Styles, check them on Instagram, Epic Styles with a Z two four two. So that's E-P-I-C S-T-Y-L-E-Z 242. And then you can book an appointment by just calling 810-4001. So check out Epic Styles. So yeah, man, um, what we got it on the on the table this week? You know, we got some some big games this week. Uh we're getting ready for the playoff run for NBA. Um, we're getting ready to see who win these awards. What do you think about what's been happening recently in the league?
1: Um, well, uh, like I say, I I, I genuinely dislike the, the voting process for the awards, but it is what it is. Um to me, Giannis is hands down the MVP. Um, but You know, it's a media-based award where you got LeBron lovers out here and people like that who can oh, um, he's doing these things at 35 and la, 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 blah, 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 disregarding the fact that he still has another top five player who's averaging more points, rebounds, uh, free throw percentage, field goal percentage, even three-point percentage better than him.
0: Basically everything but says. But...
1: (laughs) We don't. We they disregard him and and puts him as the Robin, even though he's the best player that LeBron James ever has played in, played with, including I still include Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. He played with a wash-up Shark. He played with plenty of All-Stars, Ray Allen, all these guys, and Anthony Davis in his prime is the best player that LeBron James has ever played with. But they give him, they give LeBron all the credit. But uh, I feel. Uh Giannis so far is the MVP because he is they still have the best record and he has no legit number two. Like any night, either you got Middleton popping up, sometimes Bledsoe pokey head in there, sometimes uh Lopez poke his head in there, so like it isn't no okay, you know LeBron and eighty, you know Ben Simmons and Embiid, you know Westbrook and Harden, you know Steph and Klee. But on Milwaukee, you know Giannis and Cole. So, my thing is, you could do all that in a one-man band. I, I feel like you deserve it, but
0: Well, that's the thing, because I've been being... That's really been hurting my head for, the, like, the last two weeks or so. And, you know, we always talk about how media bias and agenda is real. It's real out here, You know what I mean? And I've been listening to ESPN for, like, the last week and a half. And they got Kendrick Perkins on ESPN... Uh, and you, you, you can't tell me These dudes You know LeBron payroll bro. The idea That The MVP race Is actually a race Is laughable People You got Kerry Perkinson People saying Oh LeBron should be an MVP uh, Everybody Stephen A Oh LeBron He He Is a, it's a 2 man race Between him and, and Giannis It's sad that the media Actually sort of like I think that Certain, certain members of the media Vote for the side and stuff So it's really sad Because Giannis, them of the best record in the league. they on base for 70-something wins. Giannis averaging like 30 and 16. And like you said, LeBron have another top five player on his team who is doing just as much as him. Like, I think Middleton is a great player, and I think he's sort of underrated. But if you compare Middleton to Giannis in the no competition, who pulling more weight? Giannis obviously pulling more weight. With the Lakers, LeBron or AD could either be the best player each night depending on who get hot. But, like you say, AD averaging more points, more rebounds, shooting better from the field, shooting better from three, shooting better from free throw line. And, the thing with AD is he's a lot of stopping because at the end of the day he said that one thing he wanted to win was defensive player. Yeah, he never said he really wanted to win MVP. So, I think he's more in the pushings for defensive player, yeah. But if they was to even think about giving LeBron this MVP, to to me that'd be laughable. I I don't know what to say about the NBA after that. Um, the lotion is, is at an all time, and I don't hate LeBron, but I just don't. I I don't agree with. I think that's very inconsistent if they was to give him MVP based on what has been the past criteria for MVPs.
1: Yeah, so um, I I I don't. Besides that, like I said, the MVP race will have to come down to the last last deadline, and I I feel like if the Lakers stay winning and stay pushing, LeBron has a real legit chance of winning it. But like I said, this year I'm not even focused on that because it's a bigger picture. My thing is LeBron now must be focused on the wrong things. Every night, he posts stuff on Instagram about Wash King. And all type of foolishness, he trying to yeah. um, prove something to the media because like people say, in the off-season call them washed, washed up yeah. and whatever, whatever. But my thing is, bro, you in L.A. now, we about championships. Not making it there, not having the most second-place trophies in NBA history. We about championships. We ain't into that, going into the finals nine times. And only winning three. So, the goal this year, especially after what happened in Los Angeles this year, after all they've been through with Kobe and Gigi and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. is, you know, oh, we tried type year. You know, oh, we made it there type year. You know, oh, we was trying to see how far we could go type year. This is a Win this one for Kobe type, yeah.
0: So would would you think you all have a good chance of winning the championship? Let me ask you that question.
1: With what I see on the court, of course. People hype the Clippers. The Clippers getting beat from Utah. Getting beat from small teams. The thing with the Clippers is the Clippers don't have interior. And that's where the Lakers excel. When playoff basketball starts and the game slows down... And you got to play half court game. Kawhi and, 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 and Paul Jones can get the points. We understand that. But how will Patrick Blevardly make plays? How will Harold make plays? How will the people who don't just run up and down, who don't just play defense, who don't just hustle, when they get in a set offense now, how are they going to make plays? That's what I want to see from the Clippers. I'm not saying that they ain't good now. They're still good no, enough to beat 85% to of the rest of the league. But now we're talking about championship going to the finals. I feel, honestly and truly, honestly and truly, I feel the Clippers could get beat before the Western Conference
0: Finals. Definitely. Um, my, My top three teams in the West are the Lakers, the Clippers, and then the Dark Horse, which is the Rockets. I think the Rockets team, although people are ridiculing the small ball, It seems to be working for them. Westbrook playing at a very, very high level. And Harden still will get his points regardless. When you're going up against a dynamic backcourt like that. Yeah, you got problems. You got problems. I ain't saying they could be the favorite, but that's two dudes who you split. They could drop 70 combined
1: for a series. I could see them beating the Clippers or even running them so hard to six or seven games to the point that when they get to the Lakers, it's an issue. Because now. Keep in mind, Kawhi always been on this load management thing for the past two, three seasons because of his knees and hamstrings. And then you get Paul George, who has been out inconsistent for the past two, three seasons yeah. because of his ankles and his shoulder. So if you get a team that can run you into the ground good enough to weaken you and soften you up for the Lakers, Aideen Lebron gonna run crazy on you. And I ain't even going to start. That's why they get these little dogs who come in there and, and bang you up like Avery Bradley. Rondo. You got these little dogs who on defense can bang you up, but on offense, you know who the ball get to. There's a one-two punch with LeBron and Anthony Davis. But when it comes down on the other side of the ball, see Kawhi has to guide the best player. Paul George has to guide one of the best players. Sometimes they even put Kawhi down low to guide the stretch four. But when it comes on the other side, LeBron, I'm going wild on offense. But when it comes to defense, oh, Avery Bradley, take this one. Caldwell Pope, take that one. While he sit in the corner and guide for again <laughs> he uh, the center. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> he guiding Harold and Beverly. So yeah. that's the and then it comes down to coaching. Um, obviously it comes down to coaching. I feel uh
0: The Clippers have a coaching advantage over you. Let's just be I weird.
1: wouldn't say that. I feel like Frank Vogel has done a wonderful job with this team this year being that it's a first-year team, they just put this together, you just ship out all your young fellas, you bring in a bunch of veterans who have previously been stars on their previous yeah. teams as uh, Dwight Howard, Rondo, um, stuff like that. that and you sense. putting them on this one team and you getting them to mesh so quickly and putting people in their roles. Like, you turn uh, people like Caldwell Pope from a jack shooter... To a role player now, and it's working for him. Yeah. So you,
0: you gotta give credit to Rob Pelinka too. He put together this team, and a lot of people thought he was he was he was dumb with putting the other roster. When he the more the more pieces I saw him add, I was like the Lakers have a good team because once you have LeBron at eighty, okay, that's straight. Just scoring is fine. Now you just need role players, and you get Donnie Green, and you get Avery Bradley. People are saying, "Oh, Avery Bradley, you watch." I was like, "Bro, he don't have to." Yeah, you ain't got to do nothing much. You ain't got 30 minutes a game no
1: more. That's why they wanted Dallas go back. Yeah. Because yeah. we ain't got to yeah. need you to do nothing much. Yeah. We need you to bang up Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. That's
0: all. They say, okay, pick up Dwight Out. Oh, Dwight Out ain't the same Dwight Out. They ain't asking to be the same yeah, Dwight Out. they just exactly. asking him to come in 50, 20, 15, 20 minutes. You got those who know how to play the game, who've been playing at a high level. Exactly. And they could adjust their roles and they could play still well at a smaller
1: role. And then you got a dark horse sitting on your bench who people uh, uh, don't give enough credit to, and who actually transitioned Giannis to be what he is today. And that's Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was the first one who was Giannis' coach, who put him in that ball handling, um, we want you to be our point guard type role, and told him over the summer, listen get better, work on your ball handling and your skills and we want you to be that type of guy going downhill coast to coast. Get it off the rim, get straight to the basket, coast, to coast So it's almost like, I would say Jason Kidd was to the Bucks or what Mark Jackson was to the Warriors. But is that really a good thing though? Like people say that
0: stuff, right? That's not really a good thing to me because like, as soon as you leave, the next coach come
1: to the team take off. Well, sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes you, you've just got to be the person to sacrifice, to make the sacrifice, to build a situation and put it in place. And then your time is up and then you just need someone to, to carry the mantle. So it's like like if you look at people, look at Phil Jackson. Phil jackson been in some of the greatest situations in all his life. Yeah. But people yeah. go around and say, oh, he's the greatest coach all the time. Big man, you ain't draft Jordan. But do you believe he's the greatest coach of all time? time? Uh, I it's still I still give him it because it's still hard uh, to control those type of exactly. personalities. You can just say, well, the the, the team was there. the team But was, you still got to run the team. You still got to run the team. The so team. it's almost like NASCAR. Yeah. Like we giving you the fastest car, but you still got to drive I still it. got put it in place. So it, it, and, it's, it's a given thing. And a good example of that to me is...
0: But it's still timing. It's still timing. But obviously, like you say, you have to have the right person in place who can massage and manage them egos. Because a lot of pe- people on that male is the coach stars in the NBA coaching is 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 is. I mean, coaching coaching stars. You still can have a good record, but getting them to play a certain type of way, sacrificing and starts, sacrifice in touches, and all that for a common goal. Phil Jackson was the master that you see that with. A guy like Doc Rivers inside Boston, when Boston had a good team. Some coaches are only really good at coaching stars. They can't coach for building teams. Now, a good example of that, like I say, is why it's not all the clear is Look at Philly. Philly freaking stock up with Al Hofford. Embiid. Which was dumb. Simmons. Hofford was a dumb sign. And they had your boy Tobias Harris. Josh Richardson was a good player. You could say Philly had a super team this year i hmm. Philly sitting in
1: sixth place. Mm, I wouldn't say super team, but on paper. On paper. Um on paper. Philly Philly this year was like Brooklyn when they hurt, when they got Garnett and Pierce. Like on paper they looked like a big five with Garnett, Pierce, uh Taren Williams and Brook Lopez, but actuality all them was on the downside of their careers. Um Al Horford wasn't a good sign. I would have never mock Harris out. Harris is a very good player but not a max player. Mm -mm. And my thing with them is Philly, to be honest with you, Philly has wasted the most talent in the last four years. Uh, Yeah. When you get a center of that magnitude, when you get a a a one-of-a-kind point guard of that magnitude, and then you had the pieces around year after year after year where you had Jimmy Butler at one point. You had guys that there, you had J.J. Redick, and, and you had a whole stacked team at one point. And every year, you ain't not even give us one finals appearance. Yeah. To uh, me, that's that's a
0: waste of time. Not even a conference finals. You get beat from a Boston team who was missing Kyrie. Uh, had a rookie, Jason Tatum. Uh, uh, Terry Rozier, starting point guard. You get beat from them. Last year, I mean, last year, you saw the your Blah. You get beat from the Venture Champions. One shot. Okay, cool. You don't bring about that same damn right? For whatever reason, you don't try as hard as ever to keep Jimmy. He was your closer. You don't yeah, try hard to keep him.
1: Jimmy didn't want do then.
0: But what's gonna be so sad is if Philly get Philly like, like I say Philly's sitting in six right now, and you look at the playoff picture. I think Boston and third. I don't see Philly beating Boston.
1: No. This, so this is the last year for that. I feel they have to break that team up,
0: and and that's the sad part.
1: Uh, yeah, it's sad. That's why I say they waste their four yeah. years because everything is a window. Yeah, I always tell people it's a championship window, and you have to maximize that. Don't think, don't follow the the, the 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 one in a million chances of like San Antonio, or the Patriots, or people that are one in a lifetime type organizations with generational stars that carried them for. 10 and 15 years. Most people, you have a three-year window. And if you don't get your championship, then you're done.
0: Yeah, but the thing about places like San Antonio, like New England, they have a culture where they essentially tune out the media. The media ain't really a factor in there and how they do things. So you had a lot of years, for instance, with San Antonio, where they may have... Because San Antonio never repeats as champions they may have not won a championship. They might have not even made it to the finals. But they come back internally. They say, okay, how do we do this? You have niggas like Duncan, uh, for lack of a better term, <laughs> people like Duncan, and Manu, and Tony, who will say, I want to take pay cuts, right? So we could get, uh, uh, we could build a better champion. Tom Brady, the same thing. I want to take a pay cut, so we could build a better champion. And, they don't let the media or the outside influence to say, "Hey, it has to be this way." Other other teams aren't really built like that. And then with the Sixers, I don't. I think what's gonna happen with them this summer, the media is gonna come in and drive that wedge, but they, that they've been wanting to drive, it, and that's Embiid and Simmons can't play together, which to me is false. They hey, could,
1: that's that's put total garbage.
0: They could play together. You just have to put the right pieces around them. When you put Al Horford there. Not it it would look like they can't play together. Not a
1: ball stopper.
0: It, it, will, it When you put those who can't really shoot, it would look like them two can't play together. So they will drive that wedge that those two can't play together. And I think it will lead to the Sixers trading at least one of them.
1: Yeah, I feel Ben Simmons is gone. Because um, I get that people now basketball is bigger than basketball. So it all depends about your signal. Ben Simmons is signed to Rich Paul who's LeBron agent? He is famous famous for getting players out of their situation. Whereas Embiid, um, yeah, he crack jokes, and he don't care if the crowds hate him or love him. He looks to be more of the Philly guy. So he looks like he'll be there more long-term, and they'll take chances building around him, and he likes the crowd and the attention and all that. But if you're looking for a market, I would say... Ben Simmons would be gone. And I would say they would try to force him to the Lakers, but I'm sure they could pull it. To force him to the Lakers, you got to really, really, really uh, chop that team up. And then when you get them three, because he will be a max, LeBron is a max, and Anthony Davis will be a max, it would all have to be a real collusion-type effort. Because in order for Ben Simmons to get to the Lakers this summer, Anthony Davis have to sign after they trade for Ben Simmons. So definitely, that means because you could resign a free agent and go over the cap, but you can't trade for a new player and go over the cap. So you have to trade for a new player first while Anthony Davis is off the books, and then resign him for his supermax, and then now you gotta sign a bunch of minimum wage players. But they still could probably get Dwight Howard back, Rondo back. Fellas on them, one year, veterans minimum. And that team would be super
0: nasty. I think regardless, they could try pushing probably to a bigger market.
1: Yeah, he'd have to um, go to New York. Brooklyn or, oh, right, or, or something like that. New York, they ain't good. Um, it, it, yeah, what you, you mean? He, he's trying to get Annie Davis in New York. Exactly, and see what happened there. We ain't um, trade, we ain't trade for Andy Davis. Because he ain't want to go there.
0: Annie Davis wanted to go to New York, bro. Look at Annie Davis' list. You want to go New York or LA?
1: He said no, so. Oh, that's what the media put so, but We just was he, talking about the media.
0: No, that's what Rich
1: Paul is agent. I remember Rich Rich Paul Rich,
0: is the agent. Exactly. So you get up agent? Rich Paul, his agent, said, <laughs> Annie Davis would love to play in New York. That's what, come on, his own mode. No report. That, Biden,
1: come on, it is old mode. You're buying Rich Paul. I think a was to love they to play to New York. to make it look like that so it don't look like we streamlining the, no to, to L.A. You can't just say no automatically man. or the 30 teams. Oh, he gained L.A. So you say, okay, he gained L.A. and two other teams was likely to go. But you know them two other teams. You no. ain't into that. The he would have gone to Chicago before he gone to New York.
0: No. The list came out. New York The
1: man has Chicago tattoo LA. on his arm. He's a, a, a t- tattoo. He's a, he's a Listen, Chicago- Listen, if, if you want Breed Chicago player. so
0: bad... Guess what? He's a free agent next year. Go up and go to Chicago. You know Sensory, he go Chicago. Yeah. So bad.
1: No, he done living good now. <laughs> He's he, he staying <laughs> he stay in LA. You ain't give up Max money, a winning culture, and Lakers to go to rebuild over. Coming from, you just come from New Orleans suffering and you can go back to Chicago and New York and all these teams to rebuild again?
0: He in the best possible situation. Oh boy, you
1: gotta be crazy. We
0: we couldn't, We shouldn't, I mean, I didn't want us to trade for him because it had been New Orleans all over again. You just putting him in a bad situation where he, he can't believe in a free agency
1: any which way. Yeah, playing injured all the time.
0: So he in the best possible situation. Shout out to them. He doing well. Um but I think they, they, they probably they probably might push Simmons out the door, I think, and be more marketable to Philly. Um he got that swagger, you know, he's he's be talking in the crowd, Josh talking, stuff like that. Simmons ain't really that marketable of a dude. At least not in Philly. Not in Philly. I think he go to a different city, they wrap your arms around him. But yeah, that's a sad situation. Honestly, I do, I do feel as if they would end up trading one of them. I don't feel as if that it always happens like that. It always happens like that, and and that's just the nature of the business. Um, what do you think about uh, the the picture in the East overall? Though, now that we're talking about Philly, how do you th- do you think um is the Bucks East to lose, or do you think there's some challenges in there?
1: I mean, they ain't got no choice. They won't be around here win up all the games. The thing is, when you do that, you create expectations. So now you won't be around here showing off in the regular season. We've seen that years and years and years after years, where teams has ran through the regular season, win up 60 and seventy games, and then get to the playoffs and get the head punch off. So my thing is, with them, you realize that this is your East to lose. And... The problem is, with that, is like I said earlier, you rely heavily, too heavily, on one man. So, I mean, God forbid I don't wish injury, one roll ankle, one sore knee, one bad back, and Milwaukee, get sweep. They'd be finished. So, it's like, you got to realize that you have to get your stuff together, because Miami ain't playing with you. Miami just punched them up the other day. Yeah, Miami beat them up. And if you go against a Philly team with Simmons and Embiid Healthy with no Giannis, you get a punch up. You go against Toronto with no Giannis, you get a punch up. So it's like without Giannis, you ain't even a top four in the East no more. So you yeah. have to get yourself together.
0: They they to me, I I, I I've been a I I said all along, I think the box come out of the East. And I think they should win the championship. What worries me about the Bucks, even though I still pick them to win a championship, is you could see the adjustment that teams make. It's a fairly easy adjustment. And if if it's executed, then the Bucks probably will lose. And that's just basically park the paint, stop Giannis from scoring, and then force other guys to beat you. And if you could stop Giannis, the Bucs can't win without Giannis 30. They, they can't win without his 30. So, I don't know. Like, I still pick them to win a championship. But I am willing to see how they adjust because last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, Kawhi didn't pop the paint and they essentially say, Eric Bledsoe got to beat us. And Bledsoe didn't.
1: Yeah, Bledsoe trash
0: now. Right? So, to me, like I said, I think Milton's an underrated player. He's gonna to have to be properly rated once this playoffs come around because he's gonna to have to show the world that he's a capable sidekick to Giannis because they could try to force Giannis to not beat them, and I've been saying people look at Giannis wrong. People look at Giannis as if he is supposed to be that in that same class of a of a Durant. Of a, a a Kobe, a Jordan, that type of perimeter scorer, even LeBron to some to some extent, but Giannis to me is more like a shock, and shock needed needed Kobe to win championships, so Middleton has to assume that role of a perimeter scorer, and if he does, um, for the full playoffs, then they'll win the championship. So I I still pick I still pick on them to win. But it could be a tough road. It could be a tough road ahead. What do you think about the the little mini beef between Harden and Giannis?
1: My thing is, um Like I tell people, when you ride in a wave, you be humble and you be quiet. You can't be out here trying to call other fellas out, talking about all they could do is dunk because they seven foot and run the guard and use the person who only could score 40 points Because she was shooting 25 free throws Like come on now You got your way of doing things He got his So the thing is What you beefing with him for He got his way of scoring 35 points Even though if it's 35 30, 30 of them coming from uh, Just layups and dunks, And 5 coming from the free throw line And you got your way of Scoring 35 points And 20 of them coming from the free throw line And Couple of them was a bunch of three pointers. You stepping back and traveling on,
0: exactly. No and one calling.
1: And it. no one calling. Use the one thing which just and the worst thing I hate when he said is all that takes no skill. To me, it's much harder. I grow up with fellas. When you hit that growth spurt, you'd You become so awkward and so lousy. I really respect seven footers with coordination yeah. to that point. And he ain't just a seven footer in the paint. He's a seven footer dribbling. Passing, exactly. bringing the ball up, going left I, to right, I, in and out. That t- that t- man a t- skill. How you
0: can say I take no skill? You got spin moves. You and got euros. With you,
1: the only way you could score is you gotta drag someone to the rim with you on your right hand, playing for contact, or you gotta take three and four steps to create space to get off a jump shot. So we could say you just you have the locker skill. Just as much and, as him
0: And 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 that's the crazy part because it's like okay. And
1: you always gain only left. I say, so What You
0: don't even get that much right? I say, how does Bay define skill? I don't know. What do you think his skill? Because is. I mean to me his skill is drawing fouls That's all. He he could hug the woods and he could draw fouls But to me when I watch him, I say the same thing. I say, bro, I don't I don't see a whole Harden to me has no area on the floor where he could he's the okay, he overall, in terms of accumulating points, he's the best scorer. I don't I don't like to call him a best scorer. I like to call him he's the best point accumulator. Because in the playoffs, he don't have no spot on the floor where he could say, Okay, my team need a bucket. I'm going right here and I'm gonna get us a shot. And it's gonna and it's gonna it's, it has a high rate of going in. He doesn't have that spot on the floor. So to me, he's not even really a a professional scorer like a Durant or even a Melo. Like Melo could get to the mid post and say, right, but I give you two-job step, and if you bite, I, I pull in this jumper, and, I, and I that's that. What sport does Harden have? I think the closest thing he has probably is a step-back three-pointer. And like you said, you're probably traveling to get that off. But with Giannis, if Giannis, if it took no skill to do it, Giannis, guess what? Ask, let's see if Rudy go back and score 30 in the league.
1: Exactly. Get the rest of them seven footers yeah. in the league and put the ball in the yard and tell him go there and give you 35, 15, and 10. Them, so don't do don't it. don't don't come at don't I don't I didn't I didn't like that.
0: So I yeah I thought I thought that was uncalled for. Like, I think
1: Giannis did the right thing by not even wasting your time talking to oh. him. Uh, let the he mad because you beat him last year to get the MVP and beat him again this year. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, mm-hmm. why
0: Still people that, but it, it is what it is. Like, Giannis has he has to shut up the haters a lot this year. And the only way he could do that is if he win the championship. Another MVP, it will be good, but. He gotta win the ring this year. That's you have a lot of people who still I say right now, he's currently the best player in the NBA. And he has to mark that up in the playoffs. Who? Giannis. No. Yes.
1: He still isn't better than him, um Anthony Davis because he does another jump shot. Just like the other day when You're Miami put paid. a when Miami put a zone on him and he can't go downhill and go to the rim, they step back and let him shoot the three. The man gone must he 0 for thirteen. So the, Andy, the difference is you ain't gonna step back off Andy Davis and let him shoot no tree 13 times Andy and think Davis, he can go zero. Andy
0: Davis can't do the things what he could
1: do. Andy Davis could go coast to coast. Andy, Andy Davis could give you 35, 15, and 10.
0: No, he could give you 35 and 15. The
1: only reason he don't give you 10 is because LeBron won't hog up all the ball.
0: He can't give you 10 because he don't pass. How? He's a finisher. So why does he have to pass? On that team. The poison is passing them. Exactly. So on that team. He would be required to pass the ball. We just
1: talk about this. Giannis don't have nobody to pass to.
0: Giannis has the best three-point shooting team in the NBA to pass to. The formula is very simple for the Bucks, you know. Giannis driving the paint. If Giannis gets double, he kick it out to the shooters. Shooters hit their shots. The problem is. But not, not let me not say the problem. With Andy Davis, could he consistently do that? Could he consistently be relied upon to say hey? But you have to have them shooters. I understand If
1: he passing out the ball to fucking Rondo <laughs> Uh 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 the, the center is JaVel McGee when Giannis get Brooke Lopez who could hit down a consistent three. This man showing out the friggin' Rondo, JaVel McGee, uh Dwight Howard, LeBron ain't even no three point shooter. Uh Avery Bradley, who who ain't really that much the only thing he got is Danny Green. And Danny Green, when he cold, I mean that man don't even hit the rim. I don't know what type <laughs> of shooter he is. But when he hot, either way, he ain't hitting the rim. When he hot, the ball going straight through the net without touching the rim. But when he cold, I mean, that ball don't even graze the rim. That's the thing. So I feel if you put him in in a situation where he had all them shooters around him, Andy Davis could do the same thing, drawing attention in that low post and kicking out. He's not a good passer, Giannis. Mm-hmm. You can't say that if he doesn't have the opportunity to pass. I I could say
0: that you could you could look at him and see he, he's not as good a good passer. Then you have
1: LeBron James, who's a ball dominant guard on your team, and Rondo. When LeBron subs out, who's a very ball dominant I mean, guard, a, you ain't gonna ever get the opportunity to pass the ball.
0: You think if Giannis is playing LeBron, he wouldn't grab and go stood? LeBron be controlling most the ball
1: without him, Odell by the trade deadline.
0: No, exactly, because he know <laughs>
1: LeBron a lot of Odell real quick.
0: Exactly, I can't play, I can't do this. Exactly, because so, he know. Okay, this boy playing almost basically the same way
1: I planned Okay, my thing is this: how I look at it, Le- a- Andy Davis has very more attributes than him, and he still could play with Le- LeBron. No disrespect to Giannis, but no. how much other superstars? Top five, top seven. Could, could Giannis play with but, and still be effective okay, so, without taking their powers
0: away? All right, so good. That's that's, that's a good question, right? Again, I, I and that's not a disrespect to Giannis. There are only a few people in the league that can do that, right? You Giannis, can put Anthony Davis in any situation. I understand that. That don't make him better than
1: Giannis. They are... Individually, yes. No. If I could get a player who could play with anybody... That's why the Lakers I tell you they, they you gel. More, they gel so good because they got Andy Davis that, who
0: plug right in. That makes you more useful. That don't necessarily mean you the man played the Marcus Cousins and look good. Watch this. That makes you more useful. That don't necessarily mean you better. In there New are, Orleans. There are only a few players in the league. They're all There are only a few players in the league. He ain't really know what the Marcus Cousins know. What they do. Man average twenty eight and 12. I say what they do? What they do as a team? They gone to the playoffs? As an AT? No. They wasn't no higher than 07. But they made it. Okay, so what Giannis doing right now? He bought a big 70 wins. So yeah, he All right, so there are only a few players in the league who could do what Giannis is doing. And that is be a ball-dominant superstar, win games, and not be able to play any other way. And that's Giannis. One-way player? That's LeBron. Whatever you want to say, he is a Giannis LeBron uh, and probably Luca, Right.
1: I couldn't even play that
0: much. And maybe hard to a certain extent. Oh, gee. Right? So, but to me, Giannis and LeBron are the top. They are the two players to me that. LeBron ain't even the best player on the team? Not, not, not right now. <laughs> but overall, career wise, Anthony Davis is prime, LeBron is prime. Who's the better player? What are we talking about now? I'm saying Anthony Davis is prime. That LeBron is prime. That don't matter. See, when LeBron you, is
1: not in his prime anymore.
0: When you have a player that could control the whole game and still win games, to me, if you are a supporting player, you have to come in and adjust. You
1: cannot, like that, even though I used to how blame... How are Le- you the supporting player if you're the better player? That's how I understand. How you want me to come in and be Robin and I get more skills than you?
0: No, but LeBron allowing Anthony Davis to, 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 to be the better player. So
1: he ain't the supporting. LeBron is actually the supporting. But... The ball is still in LeBron arms. Yeah, you support supporting. The LeBron. ball was being be in Rondo on but he never was the best player on Celtics. No.
0: He was never the second. Okay, so, again, if they was playing in their primes,
1: oh, LeBron
0: and Anthony Davis playing in their primes, Anthony Davis would be in the corner averaging <laughs> 20 points, then rebounds while LeBron was getting
1: 29 a night. Well, like we say, it's time and they're not in their primes together. And at this point right now, we saying, you we the whole argument, who's the best player in the NBA right now? And I said, Giannis is firmly the best player in the NBA. And it has to be Yanni Davis.
0: And again, to me, we have to start rewarding those for winning, right? Annie Davis ain't winning a crop and he life. Are we sitting here talking about he's the best player? He better than Giannis. Giannis didn't win But we said the best East. player. Either, either. That's why
1: y'all just get this confused. No. you saying you have to play to, to winning, right? That when it comes to career, best career, winning goes into your career. Okay, legacy.
0: so. so. But
1: now we're saying best player at this point in time.
0: So who's the best player in NBA history to you?
1: The best player in NBA history. Yeah, let I me mean, hear yeah, this one. The best player in NBA history is
0: Michael Jordan. Okay, so because why? Because
1: at his prime, he was unstoppable. We ain't saying nothing about winning championships. The best career, I can tell you, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I always tell people that I, um, Jordan did not have the best career. So what's Jordan this? Jordan right? was doing pure it. What's what's this? He just had the best nineties. So you say, so you say,
0: Kareem abdul had the best career. Yep. Okay. So why do you think people still recognize Jordan as one of the best players? Because because
1: player. we're going by just player, Be, best player. He's the best player of all time. You don't
0: think James just had nothing to do with it? Yes, it did. Okay.
1: But it's not why he's the best player. It's because at his peak. No, but you never had someone who could have stopped Jordan. They had a whole Pistons team who was one of the greatest defensive teams in history, and they couldn't stop Jordan. So they had to write a book on how to stop Jordan, what, and still Jordan come to
0: the playoffs and beat them. So what do, you, what do you, what about what do you think stopping really means, though? You think stopping means they can stop him from scoring, or you think stopping means stop they can going. stop him from actually going all the way and winning?
1: Both. Either way, you couldn't stop him. That's, he was
0: unstoppable. That's what makes if him the, the best player. If man
1: wanted to come out there and score sixty points, he was scoring sixty. You know
0: points. who else is unstoppable? Charles Barkley. Why don't we recognize Charles Barkley as the best player of all time? What? Charles you, Barkley was you,
1: unstoppable. You, you ever see Charles Barkley play again, Shaq?
0: Charles Barkley was unstoppable.
1: yeah, but if Shaq can you wait now. You'll fucking punch you fucking. Know you know who else is unstoppable? Boy, Charles Barkley was so
0: unstoppable, bro. Will Chamberlain. Why don't we recognize Will Chamberlain as the most, as the best player of all time? He scored 100 in the game.
1: The reason why they don't recognize Will Chamberlain is because of his level of competition, which is fair. That is quite fair. I mean, he is still pretty great, but my lord, <laughs> that's that's where that James Harden could say, but you just a seven footer, hotel <laughs> laid up and dunking and day, you know talent, a Duncan, and he ain't taking no talent. Five bro. for
0: five, white boy. <laughs> you
1: play these white boys.
0: I, I tell people, <laughs> I don't judge no one in the NBA before 1980.
1: You ever see the lineup? But I remember the, the, the Lakers lineup. I mean, everybody on this team, like six foot, 5'11". And, and this boy sitting there at seven foot two. I was like, how do you expect him not to score 100 points? i surprised he didn't do it more. Listen, we we have
0: to, again, winning has to be rewarded. All that, all us play ball before, but it's easy to play on a dead team and you say, you know what? I know we can lose in here, way. Let me go get my dirty. Does that really make you the best player? If you're saying, I know we could lose, let me get 30 anyway. Or what makes you the better player? When you say, okay, my team is worse than this other team, but I would elevate my team because I am the best player on the court.
1: But the thing is, and we would win. he's doing that.
0: He's doing that now because you
1: have LeBron. No, but you say who's the best player right now, and we reward in winning. The man is the best Record in the West, we say right now you can't hold what he do in New Orleans okay. against him. All right, so right now, the, who's the best? The man, in of the best. League. Giannis have the best play, best now. record in the East, and Andy Davis have the best record in the West. But, and all but, we we do know but, that the West is far more competitive. No, okay, yeah, than playing the Charlotte Hornets, the friggin' Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, <laughs> the the all these teams on two and three times a year.
0: Giannis have the best record in the NBA, and he do have a top five play on his team. Okay. You don't have another top five player in the team. And that
1: was my point earlier that Anthony Davis is still good enough to play with a top five player. That's fine. And not diminish himself or his teammate.
0: Giannis could do that too. When? He can't do it with everybody, but he could could do that. When? If if you give Giannis a guy like Kawhi, Giannis and Kawhi could play together. They can't play together. You give Giannis Steph. Giannis and Steph could play together. What? You give Giannis Katie. Giannis and Katie could play together.
1: Yeah. Them fellas too ball dominant for Giannis. But the thing is, anyway,
0: Jan's to have a second MVP. Maybe. Right? VLT I ain't at, never seen nothing. We'll see how the media votes on that. He should have a second MVP.
1: Yeah, he should.
0: He should have a second MVP. And the media don't don't. And like, we've seen before like that
1: the meet, the meet, the MVP doesn't mean nothing when it comes to best play in the league. Cause that was the biggest uproar for years and probably decades that oh, people like Steve Nash. And people like Dirk Nowitzki, who are arguably good, great players at that time. Which are Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. But they were nowhere near the best player in the league when they won their MVPs. So my thing is, yeah, you could win the MVP. That is what counts to winning. and MVP accounts to your career. Comes, But when we say in player, as a physical player, uh, Giannis, to me, I'll put number two. Just because of the lack of shooting. And I could put that ball in Anthony Davis' hand; he could hit a three-pointer, a mid-range, and still go downhill this,
0: and lay up all. This light. is the only year to me you can almost make a case that he is one of the top. He's one; he's the best player in NBA. When as when as when as even if we want to go back to years where Nash was playing, right? Nash won MVPs. Couple of those years, everybody will tell you Kobe was the MVP. Kobe. The league by storm, right? Obviously, like 35 or 36 or something like that. scored 81 in a game. You you know who the best player is at, at that point in time, right? we we had a comeback here yeah, where he ain't been on MvP. I was like 30 something. You know who the best player in the league is at that time. Has Giannis ever had a year? I mean, not Giannis. Has Andy Davis ever had a year? Where you could say, but you know what? I look at him, but he's the best player in the league.
1: Yeah.
0: This year? But, he, but he, he ain't even... How? He, How? Ho. He, he start. Let's look like at his stats cross the board. Mm-hmm. They ain't better than Giannis One.
1: Cross the board. Playing with LeBron. I agree that Giannis One is better, but he's playing with LeBron. He, he played by himself. 28 points. 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And shoot your percentage from the field, mm-hmm. from the free throw, from the three-point line. And... Also lead your team in blocks and steals. Some youngers do year after year. And you playing with so-called you playing with the person who they say is the MVP. Even though you're doing all this on your team better than him, mm-hmm. the media and everybody are still saying this is the guy on your team. You, you, you. Wait, like, this is almost like a Shaq and Kobe situation. When Shaq was winning all the MVPs and Shaq was getting the final MVPs and Shaq was doing all that, oh, no, no, and no, when no, he no, scored thirty-one no. guess, points, I guess, I guess right Kobe was scoring thirty-one I guess points. I story right
0: there. So, did you be, did you for a second believe that Kobe was better than Shaq
1: in those series? In that in that in that uh, series against Sacramento, yes, because bloody diva and Chris Webber was giving Shaq the business in that hey, paint. But in you obviously don't watch you you, R- you ra- That ra- type, ra- you was wake up in the morning at ten and listen to Stephen A. Ra- and and uh, what the fella's name, Max. Killer, hey, logs or something like that. Hey, bud,
0: Robert the boy. Because you
1: don't watch basketball.
0: Robert the boy, this man talking foolishness.
1: Go back. You the believe
0: Dallas. Kobe was a better player than Shaq? If it
1: wasn't for Kobe, they would have never made the finals.
0: That's true. That don't so mean he's a better player point?
1: than Shaq. You ask, would, that That's what you asked.
0: No, I said, do you believe Kobe is a better player than Shaq? Do you believe in his prime? God rest. God rest in his there, prime? God rest. There. Do you believe? If Kobe in his
1: prime was more unstoppable than Shaq? Let me say
0: prime. Do you believe at that at that point in time? He was a better player than Shaq. During them championship runs.
1: At that point in time.
0: During them championship runs. Kobe
1: could have get the finals MVP. He could have. Just as, as much as Shaq.
0: But he ain't get nothing But
1: though. it was a media base award. Shaq was Mr. Lovable. Shaq was the Diesel. Oh, Shaq was King of L.A. Shaq was getting like 30 a year. Kobe was what When Kobe Kobe's averaging? Like Shaq probably. averaged 30.9. Kobe averaged Thirty-one point two. He right. actually averaged more, okay. but Shaq have rebounds. I glad you have the internet. Shaq have rebounds, and Kobe ain't not noticed. I assist. glad you get the internet. Kobe don't pass. The internet, the internet is a wonderful tool. Kobe and Shaq have averaged the same. Amount. Go back and look at the two thousand playoffs, two thousand one playoffs, and two thousand two playoffs. There was the three years we won three straight. Look at Shaq and Kobe stats for those three Lakers okay, championships so we get, we, in the playoffs.
0: No, Points, you're looking at
1: finals too.
0: You're looking at finals stats. you looking at final 2000 stats,
1: 2001 so starts. The,
0: 2002. If the start. you go with right?
1: Start from 2000, 2000 was the first one,
0: yeah. 2000, we started with 2001st, right? That's when
1: they played uh, Jesus, uh Indiana.
0: Anything that can get so far for 2000, yeah. So that's I mean, Indiana. Let me just you let you know that now. We didn't like get, need to, anything that can do get so far, right? So,
1: yeah, that's Indiana. That was Kobe didn't have to go off because. Ain't nobody could have got a shot. I don't even know who Indiana center was so, at that point so, in time.
0: So, Kobe averaged 15 yeah, points. Yeah, That was 2,000. 2,000. Shaq so averaged 38 points.
1: Yeah, because they ain't not no center.
0: In the finals. Who
1: was they center? Uh
0: am going <laughs> Sam Birkins. <laughs> what? Last day of last their points. Rick
1: like, Smiths. Yeah. Rick Smith is their center.
0: Rick Smith is their center. Regiment, ain't had a bad finals. out.
1: regiment I was twenty four. Wasn't too bad. Twenty four and used to the star on only you
0: there. General Rose. I was twenty three. Shout out to General Rose. Yeah. One of the only honest one who get toast. One of the only honest on the be making sense, General Rose. Yeah you had to Yeah toast all them times. So Kobe was the one convincingly.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. the two thousand one. I, I watched that. You know, we didn't have to. We didn't, I think we sweep them and all. So that was a sweep.
0: 2001, you all played semi success.
1: Yeah, that's when we go against Iverson. He stepped over Tyranlo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first
0: that one was four one. Y'all beat them. Y'all, y'all I, I remember that Iverson in that first game. Barely. Iverson was very convinced in that first game. Barely. so this one you may have more of a argument. Iverson really dominated the series though. But he just the team wasn't winning
1: nothing. Because Lou was getting
0: true. So Iverson averaged thirty five this series. Yeah, we went with that.
1: Hey, I'm just, just,
0: and, and just for reference. <laughs> but I'm with average. Right? Just <laughs> yeah. for reference. Kobe average 20, 20 25. Hmm. Good. Shaq average 33 and 15. Hmm. So that's the next next loss for Kobe. No, no, no problem. No problem. Let's look at 2002. Maybe 2002 may be better. Right? 2002. And we, we are we are 2002 and we find this. Nets. 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 All right? So, 2002, y'all probably sweep these boys. Yeah, y'all sweep Nets them. That's how we beat them. Yeah, we yeah, sweep them. That's sweep. When they
1: had Jason Kidd. And sweep. Jason Kidd was going to leave and go to the Spurs yeah. next year. And he ain't gone. So,
0: Playing around. Uh, Jason got a solid series too.
1: Yeah, he wasn't bad. I didn't like Jason Kidd.
0: So, Kobe Average, this series, this one's a little bit closer. Curry average twenty six point eight. Five rebounds. Five assists. Cool. Shock averaged thirty six point three. Twelve point three rebounds. Three point assists. So Shock is clearly the best player in all three of these series. I don't know this young man inside me talking
1: about. I like just say you 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 like you like them said, like Kellum and them. Y'all go and pull up stats. So you just want me then, say Every day, always if... come back the next day when y'all watch a game live. Because, I, I mean, okay. y'all must just get cable in 2012. All right, cool. Then y'all just come back the next day. Oh, yeah, LeBron do his thing. But you know who really won the game for them? Kuzma. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Five years from now, when you look back at the stats, mm-hmm. Kuzma scores seven and nine points. But if you watch the game live, you would be like, but they couldn't win that game without Kuzma. Big clutch shots. So, you could look at the stats and Mm -hmm. say, Shaq scored 36 Mm -hmm. and Kobe only scored 25. But then, which finals that was in 2000 when Shaq got fouled out and Kobe had to score the rest of the points for them to win the game. I agree with that. No one can say, oh, Kobe, you know that everybody can look at? Boy, Shaq scored 40. But, bro, you got fouled out. You would have scored 40 and if Kobe didn't step up, you're always going to lose So, therefore, Kobe must win MVP. I say he's going to win MVP. That's Kobe my argument. And was the reason for them winning. I never said he wasn't. I so just said was he's the not for MVP. Them winning, who should be MVP? If he was him one game, one game. How much games they play? Only four. That if, means you've done 25%. If I, I score there.
0: on 40 and you score on 20, who you think is the reason for us but winning? But guess
1: what? If we lose. You we, want me to say Kobe's the you know, reason win? you're get it. Score on 22. If we lose, right?
0: What? If if
1: yeah, <laughs> so actually we he scored twenty two, but he can get MVP. That's How true. much egodalo was scoring when he get MVP? Okay, Igudala was scoring fifteen,
0: barely, right? <laughs> barely. And Igudala, I can tell you on record because I watch the series. Igudala did not deserve MVP, <laughs> barely, right? If you if you... if he scored fifteen, so Igudala did not deserve MVP. that series <laughs> because no one stopped LeBron, but he got it though, exactly, right? But, but we, I uh, that's why I can tell you he only starts. We look at it. Are we saying okay, where where was Kobe better than Shaq?
1: Yeah, Kobe was the reason they won.
0: Kobe was they would have, they would have not won without Kobe. That does not mean he's the reason they won. The reason they won because they couldn't stop Shaq. Okay. As simple as that. Uh-uh. As simple as that. When if in in their primes, yes, Kobe was the better player in their primes. During that run, Kobe did, did, was not a better player than Shaq. As simple as simple as that. He was not a better player than Shaq.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I guess it was the reason why uh, Kobe stayed and Shaq had to go. Because,
0: hey, listen, Kobe was a harder worker. Kobe loved the game a lot more.
1: And fellas, it's hard work. Hard workers. Uh, I mean, hard workers work with talent. But I don't care how hard you work. Big man, don't let people swing you with that crap. But hard work be talent. Because, hey, I watch fellas day in and day out. We Like you say, we play ball. And you love fellas come to practice and run the most suicides, do the most layup drills, do all this stuff. And then you get fellas like Abel who'll sit on the side and eat one tie snack and come on that court and roast you.
0: And exactly. And that's the, and that was the thing with, with <laughs> And that was the thing with Shock. So
1: yeah, that ain't all the
0: time. In life there are lessons, right? Some people just naturally gifted. Shock, 300 pounds, didn't flicking work out, just was naturally gifted. At being the most dominant big man in the league. People would try for to beat to to, to stop him. He just had a natural talent. To me, Shock naturally is supposed to be the best big man in in NBA history.
1: Best big man. He's supposed to be the best freaking player.
0: But because of (laughs) maybe how people view him. Slackness. Whatever. And yeah, slackness to a certain degree, whatever. Um, because he don't really have the accolades, like Korean people will never recognize him. But if I had to pick a big man...
1: Who don't recognize him? B-
0: people don't recognize him as the best.
1: But... If I had
0: to pick a big man... Some
1: people books, they still put Shaq up
0: there. i push put Shaq up there. i push put Shaq, to me, as the best big man in NBA history. To me, he's the best big man in NBA history. During his prime, I don't see another player that could have stopped
1: him. And that's why, like I said, player in prime versus career is two different things. You still validating my point. Kareem had the better career. But at their prime, Kareem couldn't guard Shaq. No. Kareem couldn't do nothing, Shaq. And Shock would punch the sky hook all over the court. Uh, I, so I agree at with their that. prime, Shock is the best player. At Jordan Prime, Jordan was the best player. But when it comes to career-wise, you can beat fellas like Kareem, who still has the scoring record, which LeBron is on pace to break in like three, four years. Uh-huh. But he don't have the rings. The man won five championships. The man did everything there is to do in LA, and he won a championship for Milwaukee. So I don't care what Giannis do this year; you still in the first one to win a championship in Milwaukee. And like Kareem just have that, and then he had that. Like he didn't, he didn't have that pressure the media. Jordan mm-hmm. had that pressure the media. Magic mm-hmm. had that pressure the media. Kobe, LeBron, all these guys have that pressure the media. You see Kareem? Kareem pull up to these games and sit down and he, didn't, he ain't even on the front row he ain't even caught side he yeah. sit down in the crowd like a regular guy enjoy game and then when it over he ain't taking a bunch of interviews and Kareem how do you feel and he throw a little coat and he out of there
0: but he, he also didn't want the hype too though he also yeah, was he, a low key type of dude
1: and that's why people don't really associate uh, him when they speak of
0: greatest players the, of all time the thing with with Jordan is I think Jordan
1: Jordan ain't no choice
0: you what you said I give you a point for that in that, you you separate career, and then you separate, okay, in there, hated. to me, that's, why, that's who I judge as where you are a better player. When you was at the top of your game. Oh, yeah.
1: I said, I go by best player, but, of all, greatest player all time. I said, I don't run out with fellas, but, oh, LeBron is the greatest. He's with, one of the greats. Yeah, he's more, him that. He's, he's one of the greats. at prime, he was unstoppable at a point, too. Yeah, he's one of the I, greats. I had to go back and watch some of them Jordan games because I thought the hype was flair. But dude, but it was real. Oh, and and that's the, the thing. Jordan
0: intersect. Jordan brought the best of both worlds together at the same time, and that's why people consider him the greatest. To me, Jordan had that run,
1: and it's not close. That's what yeah. ma- make me mad. They'd be like, "Oh, it's Jordan," and then LeBron on the stage. No, no, it was not. When Le- mm-hmm. when Jordan was at his peak, people don't Okay, look at the accolades outside of just scoring. Jordan won the dunk contest. Defensive player, yeah. LeBron don't even want to participate in it. Like he was the, a complete all around player. LeBron don't even want to participate because oh, um I am an in-game dunker. I can't. we want to you. Either you're coming or you ain't coming.
0: He's a he's a, he a leader all around the player.
1: The the Jordan won defensive player year. The same year he won MVP. Mm-hmm. The same year he won NBA championship. LeBron yeah. he never won defensive player at any point. And when he winning MVPs, he getting beat in the finals. And then when he don't win MVPs, okay, he winning in the finals. And then Kyrie got to save him. Dwayne Wade and Ray Allen got to hit something from the corner. Like, Jordan never even been to game seven.
0: Exactly. And
1: <laughs> they was these was, he, ain't game sevens again. Rollover teams. Jordan them getting up against again. Um, Utah Jazz. Two Stockton and Malone. Stockton. Sonics. Stockton is the the, the the league leader in assists and Malone is the second after Kareem second most points in NBA history so these ain't just no uh, jokey Malone. teams
0: Malone dared on the radar by the
1: way yeah he dead on the these ain't just no jokey teams Jordan getting up against Malone and up. that's after he come out the East punching up Boston punching up Detroit punching up Indiana punching up the New York Knicks punching up all these teams he gotta fight just to get to the finals
0: who, who created Jordan Rhodes and it's, it's like it was a point in the NBA where dudes looked at Jordan, legends looked at Jordan, and was like, wait, we can't do that with this boy. We, it, it, what we could do to beat him, we can't beat him." And like I tell people all the time, no one look at LeBron that way. Who, who, who? Legend looked at LeBron and said, "Boy, I don't know if we could beat them." Now, if you want not call Demar Derozan I'm a legend, then may, maybe, maybe that's oh. the only people who we could say that, do that.
1: Who course, the body no legend.
0: But I'm saying, <laughs> who legend has looked at LeBron in the modern NBA and said, we can't do nothing with this boy. They, they may acknowledge no he's one. the He's the best. He they ma- come up hyped to play. Like exactly. <laughs> they, may, they may say, okay, if someone asks them who's the best player in the league, they probably say, yeah, LeBron's the best player in the league. But they ain't never going to no game and say, you know what? Or going to no series and say, wait, this boy can dominate. This boy can dominate. Series, I, we can't beat them. These dudes playing Jordan... Big time legends, Clyde Drexler, them. Larry Bird, them. playing Jordan, and like, bro, I know what we could do it this play. Ain't nothing you could do. Larry Bird, the bi- one of the biggest trash talkers in NBA history, and that's how I know Jordan is a good play. One of the biggest trash talkers in NBA history. A young Jordan, this ain't even a prime Jordan, a young Jordan dropped 60, 69, 69 or 63 on them.
1: 67.
0: And a young Jordan dropped that on them in the playoffs. A Bird could come off the game and say that wasn't Jordan. Now it's God. This guy is Michael Jordan. <laughs> the biggest trash talk in NBA 3 you could say, but that's God on the court. That wasn't Michael Jordan. That was God. I can tell you, but that's how I know that was the greatest.
1: It's it's it's
0: it, it ain't no doubt to me.
1: And we're in the group, we have a basketball group we talking, and it was said this week that by one of my friends, he's like but I respect LeBron, you know. But he doesn't do nothing to wow me. Like, he doesn't do nothing to impress me. That's that's the difference. Like, you watch Jordan games. Jordan hanging in the air. Jordan crossing fellas. Jordan doing this. Like, LeBron plays a very normal, regular game. Even when you watch Kobe. Kobe hitting fadeaways over two fellas. Kobe hitting all type of weird, angled shots. Kobe driving between two people and scooping the ball then Like, you don't get that from LeBron. So, it's like... His biggest attribute is fast break dunks. Bro, like, Gerald Green could be a superstar if you only go going by fast break dunks. So it's like, LeBron does get his stats, and at the end of his career, he will be go, going on as one of the greatest, but he never wowed me in a sense. Even the other day, the media tried to hype him when he did a Kobe dunk. And I was like, the man imitates someone else dunk. And you're all making that. Like, Jordan and 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 Dr. J and Vince Carter, they didn't get famous from imitating other people, Dunk. They got famous from creating their own dunk. Vince Carter didn't go in there and try and follow someone else's lead. He made his own pathway. But the thing with LeBron is, even if he imitated Jordan dunk, oh, he's so great. What? He imitated Kobe <laughs> dunk. Oh, he's so great. i would be like... You realize he's just copying what he already saw. What has what can you trademark and say, this is LeBron on? I,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, get that Tomahawk. What do you like do?
1: But that's the Tomahawk. Like that's one of the <laughs> first things you could do. Even the fellows who's imitate him on, on, on you know the little uh, Facebook vines and stuff. That little mm-hmm. weird fellows be imitating LeBron could do the Tomahawk. But you don't see none of them putting their arm in the rim. He's joking, you don't yeah. see none of them said putting the ball through their leg doing a 360 imitating Vince Carter.
0: Before y'all think this is a LeBron slander board, we don't. This is not LeBron slander board.
1: By bonfire upon LeBron.
0: Right, <laughs> LeBron is a great player. He's, he is to me. He's still the second best player in the NBA. Win a
1: championship or leave, bro.
0: He, and um,
1: we ain't into no long He talk. He um, Have your career in Cleveland?
0: He he would go down as the second greatest player to me to ever play. To play, to play the that game of basketball.
1: Before. I, I had him at second, but now nah, Kobe, Kobe gone, so I gotta I gotta put Kobe back at second.
0: Rest in peace, Kobe. Put LeBron second second.
1: Yeah, he put him um, back at second.
0: But yeah. So listen to all LeBron slant board. We just like to try to keep it real. On yeah, Fox. Fun Regarding LeBron, the media around you will tell you, hey. LeBron is the greatest thing since sliced bread. So you could watch ESPN for those. We just had to give you a balanced take.
1: For you guys out there, please, any queries you have, this is the 21st century, this is 2020, go back. And even if you watch the highlights of some of them old games, don't just stop going to Google and pulling up frigging stats from NBA.com and Bleacher Report. If you see... A game that you want to say, oh, Michael Jordan scored a 67 points, go back and watch it. But the highlights of him scoring at 67 points is way different in today's world. Uh, James Harden shooting 43 point free throws to score 67. Like, when you watch those games, but I was so amazed. I ain't gonna lie. I, I always thought old fellas was exaggerating. But Jordan really, really is different. He, he, he was head and shoulders above the competition. And you had some great players. Like, he going up against Clyde Drexler. Larry Bird, George Gervin, Dr. J, Magic Johnson, again, Isaiah Thomas, Carl Malone, John Stockton. So, like, you're going up against some of these great players, and this man is just crazy. Pat- Patrick Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, like, it's just, I don't know. Just, my advice is for people who doubt it or who go on by stats in LeBron or, or he averages 28 and and 10 and 5 and all that crap. But you go back and watch them games. You can see the difference when someone bringing the ball down and coming off picking rolls and looking for the guy in the corner or someone who coming down and isolating and daggering the first place in he pass and then going to the rim and dunking on two fellas under the rim. You you can see the difference. So I just encourage some of the the, the people out there to... It's very entertaining too. What's some of them old games? They're yeah. old bull games, and old, them old, old games
0: is the best. But they was, they was. And and you also get to see it, uh, how how the how differently the NBA was it played It was rough too.
1: Man. Jordan wasn't just going to the rim. Duncan cl- open lane. Like how they open up the lane now for like LeBron and Giannis and stuff like that. I don't know. These fellas getting pushed in the air, and when you land, the referee looking at you like big man, you better finish that because I ain't calling no foul.
0: But even still, even back then, I always say, well, as as you get older. And as you, as the generations go on, right? Let me close up with this. As the generations go on, the, the, the games, the, the the talent gets better. The talent gets better. That's why you got dudes in the 1950s dribbling with their head down, looking at the basketball, Will Chamberlain laying up over five, four, five foot four dudes. And then you get to the, to the guys like Kevin Durant, seven foot, and handles like a god. So the talent gets better. But even back then in them games, you saw guys who wasn't really big time talented scores like they are today. But Jordan talent transcend even now. Jordan, you could put Jordan in today's game, and he would look just as talented as a Kyrie, just as talented as a Katie. just as talented as all the big time scores. And there's only a few players from to me from. From players from players in the '80s who you could put right right in today's NBA, and they look right in place. Magic Johnson one of them too. When Magic Johnson's playing, it wasn't no six nine point guards. If you, if you was a point guard, you was six foot flat, and you used to come with the court and you used to used to dump the ball in the post. Magic Johnson was different, and the things what we see Ben Simmons doing now, Magic Johnson would do that. I needed a jump shot. I a uh, slightly. I needed a go to move in the post. Yeah, he stole with Ben Simmons don't have so yeah but appreciate the legends that's all I say appreciate the legends you know so so yeah man we'd like to close on that note um we come out next week with more fire takes getting ready to, to see the playoff picture for the NBA um getting ready to see the playoff picture for NBA you know so we're looking forward to that. Um, Any shout-outs you, you got, uh, CJ? Let
1: uh, me shout-out. Wait a minute. Uh, let me shout-out my... Uh, I want to shout-out my flag football team, the Warhawks. You know, we coming back for those rings. Two-time defending champions. I mean, when they were in it. They sat out last year, and the Predators won. They with them. But we coming back for that ring, eh? oh yeah, we coming back.
0: Shout-out Night League. Night League playoffs going on right now.
1: Uh, yes, he'll be getting the things tonight, but everything going.
0: Yeah, it's only the first round. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show, mm-hmm. show, show the UB mingos. You got to make it to the second round. Show the UB mingos, my 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 alumni. Big out to our sponsors once again, Epic Styles. Catering Styles for all the females, males, kids, whatever you want. They got it. Yeah. Call them. Book your appointment, 810-4001. Follow them on IG. Epic Styles 242.
1: Two. Yeah, And also shout out to the Bazaar and co-attorneys at law. So let's give them a shout out. They're located on Harley Street off of Mount Royal Avenue and you could hit them up at 326-0126 or 326-0127. So, so until next week, we got um, NFL offseason is hitting up, heating up. We're supposed to get to that night, but it always ran me hard with this LeBron crap. I had to get that out of the way, but uh, the dominoes for the the NFL is not going to fall this week. They're more than likely going to start falling next week. Uh, We're starting to prepare for the drafts and stuff like that. So the big wave is the Tom Brady saga and all the other quarterbacks that will slap into place after he makes his decision. And we'll get back to you guys on that, That along with big games from the NBA and along with some fun and very entertaining heckling going on in the MLB of the Houston Astros and their cheating ways. So, until next time, guys. Stay doing. Yep. Kick it in the city when we in around town Next door, neighbors telling us that it's too loud now Neighbor, can you please just turn that mess down? This is the sound of throwing pennies on the ground Turn it